Hey, spooky friends, and welcome to the Three Twisted Sisters, hosted by Britt, Kayla, Alexandra. In tonight's twisted episode, we will be covering spirit guides. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, how are you guys doing? Let's do a little check-in. How's your week? Yes, um, my week was good. Took the kids to the pool a couple times, and we got super sunburned and barely moved my face. And I didn't bring goggles, so my eyes are, like, on fire today. Because I opened them up underwater, of course. Yeah. But other than that, it was a good week. Rookie mistakes. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, Amateur hour. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Mine was good. Um, So, kind of a fun fact. Not going to say my client's name. He's, like, client confidentiality. Right? But Mm -hmm. she's an older lady, right? And she came to me and she was like, I can put my pants on now without having to sit down. And I was like, oh my God, that is the coolest thing. That is the coolest thing. Yeah, I was like super happy for her. Because when I met her, like she couldn't even stand up without having to like push away or pull. I was like, that's freaking awesome. (laughs) Hashtag functional fitness. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Can be one. Can be one. Can be one. Yes. How about you, Brittany? This week has been good. <laughs> I had my <laughs> ultrasound. Sounds convincing. <laughs> yeah. And my ultrasound. And I don't have one Demogorgon. I have two large ones and then a bunch of little ones. But we're... um gonna go ahead and do the surgery so that's good good exciting and scary but I'm thinking of like how life will be afterwards like once I'm healed and recovered and stuff how good it'll be so yeah yeah that'll be that'll be life-changing literally yeah that'll be really really good but ever since I've been down for the count which was like it's literally been full of schools and seven years ago I'm just kidding. It's been since May, but I took up a hobby of doing my nails. So (laughs) I got new nail glue and new colors, and I was like, oh, my gosh, exciting. They're so cute. Thank you. It's just a little hobby I can do while I feel like shit that doesn't require very much energy, you know? Yeah. Something for me, self-care. That's cute. And you're getting really good. Like they look oh, really good. Let's not get crazy. I'm like, I'm they all are the same size and that's great. And I'm like, yes, okay. And now that I have more gel colors, I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I can maybe try playing with them a little bit more. But yeah. Um, we hope that all of you guys, our listeners, have had a great week so far. Um, hope that you guys are having a, a safe <laughs> summer. <laughs> You're keeping that sunblock on and you're avoiding mosquitoes. Fuck those mosquitoes. 
and spiders. Let's throw those motherfuckers in there. Okay, Brittany. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's jump into our topic for today, which is spirit guides. Mm-hmm. So Kayla, why don't you start us off? Yes. Well, okay. I want to start by saying spirituality. Spirituality. There is no clear cut answer to any any one person's spirituality it's it boils down to it's an individualized subjective reality experienced by an individual that's what it is um and in like the simplest terms i can say so if you agree with some of the stuff we we talk about today that's great if you don't agree that's also great it's it's your own spirituality your own faith I just wanted to preface that. But what we're going to be talking about today is spirit guides. And we're going to be referencing um, a book by Yamil Yamunia, and it's The Seven Types of Spirit Guide. So that's kind of what we're going to be basing um, our research off of. Not all of our research, but a lot of it is going to be coming from this book. So The Seven Types of Spirit Guide. What is the spirit guide? Let's just start with that. No clue. No clue. No idea at all. Mm-hmm. Let us <laughs> fill us in, please. We may be knowledgeable yes. by yes. you. Um, knowledged by me? Let me knowledge you guys oh up a little bit. So spirit guides, <laughs> essentially, there's so many different definitions of what is a spirit guide, but I'm going to do it the simplest way I can. It is a yeah. spirit who guides you. Oh my gosh. So a lot of people believe that we incarnate here in this lifetime, right? With full knowledge of everything that we're going to go through in this lifetime. And when we figure that out before we incarnate here, we pick a spiritual team of different guides that are going to help us at specific times in our life. So if you ever felt like you had like, you were going through a really hard time and your grandmother was with you, you know, she had passed on, but you felt her energy and that kind of helped you get through that. That was at that moment you picked that ancestor, please come into my life at this moment and help guide me. That's kind of what a spirit guide is. Now there are seven different types types of them and we're going to talk about all of them. I'm going to start with deities. So deities, it's gods and goddesses from all different types of cultures. So you have Loki, you have Athena, Persephone, you know, different, those are kind of the first ones that pop in your head. Um, But every culture has their different ideas of gods and goddesses. But there's monotheism, like Christianity and Catholicism and Judaism, where they believe that there's just one God. And then there's, you know, um, paganism, Hinduism, Romans, they all believed in all sorts of different gods, gods that usually will take on a nature power, like lightning, ocean, wind, you know, certain things where they 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 have the powers of nature. So that's where their gods come from a lot of the time. And then you also have your gods that are all powerful, like Odin or um specific to the underworld like Hades so different different things like that those are all of your deities not all of them that's a little quick glimpse of deities now the thing is is that you can work with them at any time in your spirituality 
they all have different meanings and they come in your life for different reasons. Um, like Loki, who is the god of mischief, you know, he's the prankster, the the sneaky, mischievous little turd brother, to say the least. Okay. And so when he comes into your life, you'll notice a lot of like really crazy things are happening. Like, man, like I would have never thought that would happen in that way. It's very blunt. It's very, you know, pranksterous, mischievous. And you'll know that he is wanting to work with you because you'll see a lot of insects, a lot of spiders, really. Um, that's kind of Loki's energy is he will yeah. send you the creepy crawlies if he wants to work with you. Um, now, deities, uh, they, they are strong, you know, they are powerful and they demand devotion. So that sounds a little scary where it's like, oh, well, you know, I was raised Christian and, and now I'm going to work with a deity that's demanding devotion. Is that against Christianity? Well, that, again, goes back to your own individual spiritual journey. But not every Christian thinks that and not every pagan thinks that. And maybe God does or does not think that or whatever, you know. So you can work with different ones. And they do demand devotion where they, you know, they would prefer if you set up altars for them where you can give them offerings or just put simple things that they like. So that is kind of a a pro and a con when it comes to working with deities is that they are very demanding. They they want your full attention and they want to be able to help you in that way. Different ways that you can connect with them. Like I said, if you start noticing um, spiders in your life, oh, there, there's Loki, you know, different things like that. But dreams, if you're seeing them in your dreams, chances are that's not a coincidence. They're wanting, they're showing themselves to you in a very vulnerable way, you know, for you to be able to pick up that kind of energy and that information. Um, also, if you just have an, an instant fascination with spiritual traditions or cultures that worship these gods. So around this time last year, I started getting really heavy in my genealogy, but ancient genealogy, like Viking time and, and wanting to learn more about what our family was like, you know, when we were mostly in the Celtic region and, yeah. and different practices that we did in that time. Now that was not only an ancestor of mine, but also a certain deity that was working with me to help connect me deeper into a past life through past life regression. And then also deeper into my own spirituality uh, through ancestors and deities working together. So those are, that's an option of two spirit guides that are really um, influential in your life at that moment mm -hmm. to help you get past a certain thing. You're going to have a, a feeling of an unseen presence that is demanding your attention. That's that's kind of their energy, their vibe. When you're like, someone's coming into my meditation and it is like that strong presence, that demanding attention, energy, that's more than likely going to be a deity. What good things do they bring to the table to be involved in your life? Everything that they do is... For the positive even the spider yeah like the the spider is his way of showing you that's him. It's like a symbol there's different things that they're going to use but they don't come into your life to cause havoc it might feel like that at times especially when loki is working on getting rid of negativity from your life it's gonna feel when any of your guides are going to be helping you get a negative person or a negative situation out of your life 
it's going to feel at the moment wrong and negative. And I don't want that. I don't want to lose that. Oh, like, I wish they would come back to me. I wish I wouldn't have gotten fired. There's, they're helping these changes come very quickly and with a blunt force, but it's because that's what needs to happen to better your life. So nothing that these deities are going to be influencing in your life is going to be negative at all. It's going to feel like it at the time. It can for sure. Cause you're like, oh, my marriage is ending. You know, I just lost my job. Oh my gosh. I, I, you know, I, my car broke down, but these are all things that are happening because they're supposed to. Does that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, at least that's how I feel when I'm working with things. Um, for instance, like if I'm pulling tarot and I get the tower card, Everyone that knows tarot is like, oh, sucks to be you. But the tarot card is, it's a, it's a card that represents a huge drastic change in your life. But when I'm reading it, I don't like to have that negativity to my clients or myself. If I'm reading my own cards, I like to look at that and go, all right, I'm ready for it. There's going to be a big change and it's going to be scary. It's going to be unknown. It's going to be new, but it's a good change overall. It's, okay. it's the positive side of it. That's how I like to work with my spirituality is that only love and light comes into my life and also through my readings. And so that's how I'm going to going to interpret everything. And that's what happiness and positive positivity stays in my life. So that's how Very I work. Very good. I don't know if that was a lot of explanation. A lot. <laughs> I really bared my soul right there. <laughs> Have you guys ever worked with a deity? So for me personally, I don't really, I haven't, no. <laughs> um, yeah. I know that I have most more recently when I quit my corporate job to start my own business. Um, because every time that I was going to go to work or every time that I got in my car, there was either like a spider web on my dash or like on my steering wheel or so like I was obviously working with Loki. Right. And, like, there was just a spider always in my car. There's always a web. And, like, now there's, like, none. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so next spirit guide category that we want to talk about today is ancestors. So ancestors are pretty self-explanatory. It's what it sounds like. It is your ancestors, your family members, um, even family members that you never met in this lifetime. Uh, they can also be your ancestral spirit guides. So if you have a strong presence in your home and you're, it feels familiar, it feels loving and like a, like a family member, then it's obviously going to be an ancestor to you. So some feelings that you can get other than that familiar family feeling um, from an ancestral spirit guide is a, a curiosity into your family lineage. So back when I've done uh, a lot of research into my genealogy and, and my ancestral links, I mean, I know that I'm heavily influenced by my ancestors and I know that they're like, check it out, do a little bit more research, find this out about me. And it's just different things that help you in this life and give you that extra wisdom and that extra family tie. But a lot of times a characteristic that you pick up is a strong, passionate feeling towards your family you know, very protective of your family, you love them, and you're just a family-oriented type of person, then your ancestors are going to be putting a lot of um, influence into your life. But there are some challenges that come with working with your ancestors um, heavily. 
and some challenges that they bring is a feeling of being stuck in the past. If you're starting to feel like you, you're being stuck in the past, you want to go back, you want to fix everything, um, then you need to work on that with your ancestor guides. Um, and it's not like a negative problem, but it can lead to one. So you just need to be wary about that. Don't get stuck in the past when you're working with these guides. Um, let them literally guide your future. A lot of um, mediums and psychics believe that once you die, you become all knowing, you know, you make it through your life review, you're able to see everything that happened in your life. And you then become all knowing of anyone in your life. So if you picked a specific ancestor to help guide you in this life, it's, it's because they are all knowing and they know how to help you guide you in that direction of what you need to do in life. Question. Oh, yeah. What if like in your living life, you were with like your great, great grandparent, like you got to know them, right? Yeah. Like they were terrible to you. Uh -huh. Can they be a guide for you? More than likely, you would not pick them to be your guide. Huh. I think it's, again, a subjective, individualized experience. So yeah. if, yeah, I'm not saying that every single piece of shit in life is going to become, because that in, in itself is subjective. You know, right. I could think that someone was an asshole and other people in their life think that they're, you know, Mother Mary or some shit, you know? so I think about that so much. What other people think about you? No, I think <laughs> about I think about like different um, versions of everyone. Yeah. Well, their perspective is completely different, you know. Yeah. And kind of coming to that realization almost uh, sparks like a, a bit of healing, and you're like, okay, you can kind of see it from a different. Maybe maybe it's a, too dissociative or whatever, but. Um, you can see both sides. I constantly do that. When I run into someone who's like treating me like crap or it's just like, man, you're kind of being an asshole. I always, before I judge, nowadays, I have yeah. not always done this, but throughout right. my 20s, I learned to do this where I really physically stop and I like pinpoint all different possibilities of why they're acting that way, why they're treating me that way. And if I'm close with the person, then I'm going to talk to them about it and get to the bottom of it and try to heal that. But if I don't know them, then I'm like, you know what? You never know what someone's going through and what yeah. happened, what kind of phone call they got this morning, what they're grieving over. You know, you don't know. So don't judge. That's kind of my go at. So I don't For think sure. there's there's not a lot of people I've met in my life that are someone that I would classify as a complete fucking asshole piece of shit. Um, there's like one person I would say in my life. There's one person Clara, in... Care to let us know? <laughs> Who is that? There's it one is person Kayla. in our life that that's the only person that I would classify. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's the only Who? person that... Mm, we'll text you later. <laughs> but there's... I'll put their handle up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we'll tag them below. <laughs> 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 Um, but that, <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> other story that we're not gonna get into. But so there, there, like I said, there's not a lot, there's a handful of people that I would classify as that. But the way I cope with people like that, that I don't like, I just, boop, they're that, dead to me. <laughs> you know, like in How I Met Your Mother, yeah, that How I Met Your Mother, where Lily goes, um, she like, 
has the laser eyes and like blows people up that piss oh her yeah off. yeah 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 that's me if you really push that button you cross that line you are dead to me gemini scorpio mm-hmm. that crazy sorry i didn't notice yeah, <laughs> no big deal. So the next one we're going to talk about is Ascended Masters. And this one is cool because they were, they're actually human souls that have evolved. So it's, it's very cool because while they were um, having their life here on earth, they were extremely knowledgeable, extremely giving with their, the wealth of knowledge and um, healing, respect, like all of that stuff as like a, a gift to the human race kind of thing. So we're talking like Jesus Christ. We're talking Buddha. We're talking um, Edgar Casey, people like that. So they offer a wealth of knowledge about life on earth. Um, they have a compassion for the journey of life itself, all the ups and downs and trials and tribulations. Um, and they had, they have, and they offer the um, need to connect to a higher self. They offer certain gifts, uh, three to be exact, the gift of discernment, the gift of wisdom and gratitude. So if like for me and um, personally, I think of Jesus and I think of, you know, the traits that we as a, as a Christian society, Christian upbringing that I had, the traits that he had as a person kind of um, as a layout for what an ascended master is to the standard person on earth. Um, So you may have ascended masters as your primary spirit guide. If you have ever been told that you are an old soul. Now with this, it's pretty interesting. So if you are an old soul, Uh, long story short, you've lived many lives, you've gained lots of knowledge, you've had different, um, you've been, you know, uh, rich, poor, man, woman, you know, died young, died old, all this kind of stuff. Um, You've had a fulfilling soul existence. So one of the top, the top signs of really connecting with Ascended Masters is if you've been told you're an old soul. And with that comes the old soul blues. Um, you experience a lot of ungratefulness in your life. You've experienced a lot of dishonesty, um, betrayal by others, things like that. Hard lessons in this life. You also most likely have a uh, natural sense of responsibility. So whether it be within your, like on a small scale, like, I want to make my bed every day. And then you, you know, I want to, I want to do this. You're very determined. You're really self-driven at times. It's not 24 seven. You're not like this power hungry person, but um, there's a balance there. So another way that you can kind of feel their connection to you or that they are around is that their presence is warm and comforting. Um, Not super familiar as, an ancestral guide would be, but um, just this like a warm light as far as you can say, uh, as far as you can say, a warm light as, as like holy or pure or heavenly 
I guess I would describe it. Um, that's kind of like their energy, their vibe that they give off. You can also see if you're seeing a lot of angel numbers, that could be a sign. Um, three, 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 three. Those are huge. Um, and it's thought, it's said and thought traditionally to be the number representing Jesus. Mm -hmm. So it's like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that kind of thing. Um, three, three, three is one of those numbers. Uh, yeah. So that's Ascended Master. Alrighty. So the next one that we are going to talk about are nature spirits. Now, these guys are really cool because they are actually in our dimension here on Earth. They just operate at a different level frequency. So if you kind of look over time, there are tons and tons of stories of um, elemental type beings, cryptid type beings that um, have influenced society and culture for thousands of years. So these guys, essentially their job is um, protecting Mother Earth. Now they come from the Earth. They are beings of the Earth. Um, and their primary job is taking, <clears throat> is turning pure energy into physical matter. So since they are nature, natural spirits, we want to think elements like air, fire, water, earth, um, beings that sprout out from those places. We're talking fae, we're talking mermaids, um, river or water spirits, kind of like spirited away, <laughs> favorite movie, <laughs> um, gnomes, trolls, things like that. Um, nature spirits are also like the good time spirits. So they're all about having laid back, fun time. So if these are like one of your primary spirit guides, you might have an issue or a problem with uh, self-discipline. Uh, you might feel a little lost from your life path. So when they start coming up, it, it might just feel like foggy headedness, uh, a lot of like, I need to go outside, I need to smell a flower, I need to, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I need to connect with nature, I need to see the rain, I need to watch the river roll, like whatever you need. Um, if nature is calling to you, it's typically your nature spirit guide. A couple other ways to identify these guys as your guide um, would be manifestation skills. Now, nature spirits, although they are very laid back and they love a good time, they're still hustling and bustling, trying to get shit going. So they are pure energy, pure magic from the earth. And they have a really high um, manifestation rate, turnover rate, I would say. Also an interest in healing the world. So whether this be kind of like more um, interested in like naturopathic homeopathic ways for healing um, as more, think like more Eastern medicines um, than Western society kind of thing. Um, you also have a natural talent for magic. So magic, you know, at the very, very bare minimum of it all comes from nature. So these guys, if they are um, high on your list, 
for being active in your life, odds are you have a natural ability to provide magic. When you say magic, like, like magic, like, ooh, <laughs> how does she do it? Yes, definitely <laughs> magic tricks. Magic tricks come to you like that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like, like knowing, oh, if I put these two together, it'll help this problem. Mm-hmm. Like these two natural sources together, it'll help this kind of thing. If you are extremely bonded with animals, this is also another telltale sign because nature spirits absolutely adore and protect animals because animals are earthly beings as well. Um, nature spirits are also here to help us discover the light hearted side of life. Um, and they also help us connect with the physical world, whether that be wanting to make an effort to recycle, cleaning up, you know, your neighborhood or a park or something like that, giving back to the earth and wanting to preserve it. That's also kind of like a next spirit guide. Kayla, are you up again? Yes, I am. So then I'm up. And then Alex is. Yes. Yes. So our next category of guides are our animal guides, our animal spirit guides. So an animal spirit guide is, again, just as simple as it can be, a spirit that takes on animal form. So you'll see that a lot in Native American cultures where they have their animal spirit guides. They do have their totem poles where they worship their spirit guides, different things like that. Uh, different cultures represent different animals as different guides in their life. So if you feel like you have a strong connection to one of these cultures, or you feel like you have a strong connection to a particular animal guide, then you can pretty much guarantee that you are being influenced by an animal guide. There you go. So some of the feelings that you'll get whenever one of your animal guides is kind of heavily influencing your life at a particular moment is a playful humor, kind of inner awakening your inner child and giving that just like fun playfulness that you would imagine like like playing with a dog. You know, it is an animal and it's an animal spirit and they want to awaken that inner inner child in you. Um, the only thing is that sometimes some of the challenges of focusing too much with your animal guide is that you will become very protective of your family, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you'll have a lot of competitiveness and you may tend to act without thinking first. But mm. they have a strong connection to Mother Earth, like our nature spirits. And so they're also going to encourage you to help Mother Earth as well, which is always good. Um, I do have animal guides and they're not incredibly prevalent. Well, uh, that's not really true, but they are, they're not my main guide, but I do have them. And I know that my other spirit guides work with my animal guides if I am just not paying attention. But a lot of times my animal guides come to me when I'm grounding. So that's something that they'll encourage you to do as being a source of Mother Earth. They want you to ground as much as possible. They want you to go outside, be barefoot, put your feet in the dirt, put your feet in the sand and really connect with Mother Earth. Um, that's when they're going to be showing themselves a little bit more to you. Those are your animal guides. And, and it's fun to have animal guides. They're, they are incredibly insightful and they will, they will help you and they'll be there for you when you're making pretty intense decisions. Animal guides are great. Have you, do you guys ever experience animal guides? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
what wanting to leave a leave a job I was at for a while I remember driving um on this dirt road and coming across a snake in the path and now for me anytime I see an animal I take it as a sign because we live somewhere where there's not many there's not a lot of wildlife but there happened to be this giant snake and it was vivid colors in the road and I I like took note of that went home and looked it up and it was like uh, snakes represent change and you know you're shedding skin and going into a new a new um thing um, for me it would have to be when I was again back to quitting my job mm-hmm. more recent I was like hating going into work like absolutely put me in a bad attitude and I in between clients like I would go sit in my car and I always had this bird that would come to my mirror and like it was like pecking on the mirror and I'm like oh my god like fucking chill but just needed to have a little more fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was cute and it was funny because at the time we worked together and we would park right next to each other and that bird would fly around my car and her car, but it would never go and leave our two cars. But it was always on yours, at least. Yeah. It was trying to be like, quit your fucking job. Quit your fucking job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's time. <laughs> so animal guides, they are very persistent. And there's times like if you can ever think like you're driving down the road and you're like, gosh, I just I cannot decide between this and this. Like, just gosh, like, give me a sign. And then you see like, uh, you know, a hawk swoop down right in front of your car. And you're like, oh my gosh, I almost hit this bird. Jeez, I wish I would have a sign. I do that so much to my spirit guides that I know that they're just kind of sitting there like this bitch. But that happens a lot. And when it first started happening and I started seeing a lot more, um, what mine is, is it's ravens. Um, When I started seeing a lot more of them, at this particular time in my life, I was like, okay, if I see one more in the next one minute, then I know it's my guides. And boom, it would come. I was like, okay, send me two more if you want me to be for sure. Now, the thing is, is that my guides, they've been with me my whole life and probably prior to, they know your personality. They want you to communicate with them as a friend would, you know, um, Certain guides, like certain deities want, like they demand respect, you know, but when they're working as your spirit guide, they know how you are and they're there to help you and they want you to communicate as such, you know? So there's times where I'll be, you know, reading my tarot and I'm like, oh, they're coming for me right now. Like, fuck off with this. Like, okay, I get it, you know? And that's like, that's the relationship that I have with my main guides is that I sit there and I'm like, no, show me another sign. No, no, show me another one. And I know you're like that, too. You're like, she's worse than I am with it. No, I'm not. To where I'm like, Alex! No, I'm not. That's how it is. You want to tell me you're not? No. You're so full of crap. No, I'm not. (laughs) And the thing is, is everyone is like that to an extent. You know, you, it's, it's the doubt that, that society has created in our intuition is to doubt our intuition. So it's hard for people, especially when they're first getting started into their spirituality, to really differentiate between their ego and their intuition. It takes time, a lot of meditation and a lot of grounding and a a lot of meditation. 
and then you can start differentiating. Huh? I said my ego's bad sometimes. Yeah. The ego Mm -hmm. is a piece of shit. Yep, that's a fact. But our next guide, our next two guides, our last two are going to be Alexandra. Okay. Let's take over from here. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, star (laughs) beings, right? Essentially what it is. Star beings. Star (laughs) beings. 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 Okay. Beings. Star beings. <laughs> Star pinto beans here on the <laughs> podcast mm-hmm. are essentially aliens because they're not like from this planet and they all have different types of personalities, different types of essentially aliens, right? They can look like your typical creepy, like not from this planet, or they can look pretty similar to us, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and some characteristics for you to be able to notice that you're working with a star being <laughs> is it's um, having like a cosmic consciousness. So understanding that, like the bigger picture that essentially we're all coming from the same like light source energy source like we're all connected Mm -hmm. okay Uh, okay so essentially what that would come down to is having like a big picture mentality and having an understanding that we're all united and if we were to unite better as a human culture that we could be capable of so much more Mm -hmm. and if you're working with a star being essentially you're helping relay that message which is pretty cool that is really cool (laughs) Um, yeah and another one is being able to harness energies um so you're a natural healer and it doesn't mean like you have to be a doctor or have to like essentially work on -on one-on-one with a person Mm -hmm. to heal their energies it could be just like hanging out with someone like you're just chilling and from them being with you their energy seems like it just got renewed oh gotcha yeah that's cool yeah. yeah, and what's also, like, having that ability is super cool, but having the need to go search for it is going to make you, like, burn out very quickly. And you don't want to overuse that power, though, because then you won't be able to do what you're meant to be doing to help, like, restore energy. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you kind of got to let your energy healing just flow naturally. You can't, like, overseek it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Another one is the affinity for technology. So a lot of people that work with star beings are are either understanding or are looking to adapt like science and communication skills and like actual new technologies to help better advance us. However, it doesn't mean that you're like super like techie. A new technology can be like discovering like something new like a new sew pattern or a new way to i don't even know a new way <laughs> a, a new way to oh my god a new way to swim you know what i mean right like a more effective way right um i'm gonna give you the definition for technology so you guys don't think that i'm like cuckoo bananas <laughs> all right let's hear but, it let's hear it so this is from miriam webster Uh technology um the practical application of knowledge especially in a particular area and whatever form it takes 
the main thing is that it inspires you and others to connect with others. Okay. Absolutely. So it's not like, oh, it's like a techie technology that you're working with when you're with your star beings. What I found, what I find interesting. So are star beings one of your top? Oh, 100%. Yeah. It is like, that's literally what you do every day. So Mm -hmm. she, I mean, you know, subtle brag about Alex, but she's amazing. She's an amazing trainer and an amazing, she heals people with her training Mm -hmm. and it's, out of this world. <laughs> Thank you. But we also oh, have boy. that that need to want to help and heal others. That's mm-hmm. like a huge thing for us. But you literally create things. If you guys trained with her, you would really understand. She designs her workouts to be, I mean, they're in, for individuals too. Thank you. They're individually designed and they're Thank amazing. You. Thank you. Yes. And new age. Thank you. Sorry, I know. Let me just gush a little you. bit more. I love I love her. Y'all know she's my best friend. Yep. Yeah. She makes subtle quirks in a simple exercise that make all the difference. And she's yeah. there watching and taking notes like very diligently. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um to jump on another reference. Uh-huh. You guys are gonna be like, you're just trying to say it. You're just trying to say it. So Marvel. Okay. See. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. We're standing okay. by. We're standing by. We're standing by. Yeah. This is why. And it's going to wrap together. Just let me, let me see. All right. All right. All right. So, okay. 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 In the Marvel universe, our earth, like this earth that we are on is in the comics. It's earth 12 or what is it? It's earth 1218. Yeah. Earth 1218. So it's in the Marvel universe. And in this universe, this earth, there is no superpowers. There's no supervillains. There's no nothing. And consistently, like, people from the Marvel Universe are trying to break the fourth wall to kind of communicate with us. And you see it every now and again in, like, the movies where they break the fourth wall for a second. A good one is Deadpool. Because, like, they know that we're watching them. Oh, so, okay. So these star beings are, they have, like, magic powers. They have different abilities. Like, they're essentially aliens. Right. So that's why I think it's a very, yeah, that's why I think it's like a very good correlation of star beings. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You, you took it upon yourself to make sure that you could squeeze a little (laughs) bit of Marvel in here and you did it successfully. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, kid. And okay. So certain gifts that you would get working with your star beings is energy healing which we already touched on is mm-hmm. the ability to heal just from being in the same room with someone um another one is a healthy detachment from human drama so not meaning that you like you don't come across problems either but not like human drama does that make sense like yeah. something that you're like that doesn't serve the energy to have a problem with does that make sense yes yeah yeah um and another one is being uh, like authentic like being your true self and just people you're just a little bit different <laughs> but in a good way i've like heard that my whole life <laughs> yeah. little the oddballs yeah oh. um and then some of the challenges would be being ahead of your time Ah, so like almost like that old soul thing again where you're just like oh meh you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely. And struggling to fit in. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And finding people that aren't in the same wave pattern and like-mindedness. Mm-hmm. Working with a star being, essentially what you are is a cosmic ambassador. So you're here to kind of relay the message that together we can reach higher depths that wouldn't even be possible. So that's kind of like your mission oh. with them. Cool. So was your soul a star being also? Like, are you from another planet? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Hey, very cool. Okay. So the next spirit guide that I want to discuss is angels. And I know that there's like this big, I want to say like a stigma of what an angel should be, Mm -hmm. you know, from different cultures and Hollywood, like it's like the halo with the wings and they're just so like, hey, but it's actually, angels actually comes from Greek, which is essentially a messenger. And they're supposed to be a messenger from the divine. Mm -hmm. So like to get messages from the higher divine. And some characteristics is when you're working with your angels is experiencing like a high vibration. Does that make sense? Yeah. What is that question for people who may be listening? What does a high vibration mean? So with this high vibration, what you would feel is more of an essence of pure love and light. Okay. And it's not like a romantic kind of love. It's like a like, oh my gosh, like I, like that, that's so lovable type like of thing. unconditional? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, especially angels with like us humans, they think that we're just like so cute. Yeah. To put it for better terms. Like the <laughs> cute little puppy kind of, <laughs> which is kind of really cool. Um, and another one is love. Like having so much love is when your angel guides are around, you're going to feel that in your like heart chakra, mm-hmm. like just a lot of feel for love. And it's over mm-hmm. like overwhelmingly good. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one is non-judgmental. Right. Um, which I think is super cool because they have no judgment to uh, angels to us. Like they can see no wrong in us. Like they see that things are, might be going not so great, but doesn't mean you're like bad. You right. know? Um, right. And one thing that I actually think is really cool that I saw in the book is like, let's say you're having a bad day. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I look so terrible. Cause we all have those days. Right. And it's like, try looking at yourself in the mirror through the eyes of your angel that guides you. Cause then you'll Aww. just see like, you'll just see like goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the gifts that you will notice working with your angels would be, um, healing of emotional issues so if you are working with an angel you'll notice that you are actively trying to heal some trauma Mm. which isn't always fun but good thing you have your angel around so that you remember to like look within of and really truly love yourself even through that trauma yes um and another one is resolving fears so kind of transferring your fear into love does that make sense yeah so not like being afraid of the fear understanding that it's there but not essentially having it be so impactful to you right okay um and another one is having compassion for almost everyone right like you have an understanding that 
if someone comes to you and has having a grouchy day, like let's say you're at work and someone comes at you with a very bad attitude, understanding that that essentially isn't anything you did. Like you could have right. just caught them at the wrong time. You know? Yeah. And being able to pick up on that kind of energy a little bit quicker than most to notice that okay. like, okay, like let me have a little bit of compassion towards this human being. Right. Yeah. Um, but some challenges is kind of being gullible, living in a world where you think like everything's run like rainbows and sunshine when that's not the case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. To piggyback off of that, it would be that you're kind of like also losing touch of reality, mm-hmm. which is not a good thing to do because you still need to understand what's going on. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then it would also be being too ideal- idealistic. Yeah. Like seeing the world through like the lenses that you want. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Personal attacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our angels are sending us messages even as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, slap, slap, slap. Yeah. You're being too gullible, gullible, yeah. gullible. <laughs> so we've all read the book and we've all taken the quiz. Um, so do we all know what our top three are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Brittany, what are your top three most influential spirit guides in your life? So my top three are nature spirits, ancestors, and ascended masters. Nice. Yeah. What about yours, Kay? My top three are ancestors, angels, and um, nature spirits. Okay. Yep. Alex, how about you? (laughs) Mine are animals angels and star beings very cool all righty so before we get into grounding and meditation i want to kind of break down the ways that we can relay these messages or get these communications from our guides so you're basically using your senses um there are six of them technically and we categorize them as clairs So your first Claire is clairvoyance, and that is clear seeing with your eyes or with your mind's eye, clearly clearly seeing um, a download of sorts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we have clear audience, which is clear hearing. You're getting auditory messages or like internal messages. Alrighty, and our third one is clear sentience, which is clear feeling. So obviously touch that sense of touch, um, either like a external feeling, internal feeling, that kind of, it felt fuzzy. Well, how did you know it felt fuzzy? Because I just do, knew like that kind of thing. And then um, people who yeah. classify themselves as empaths are they're probably their top Claire is clairsentience because you feel it. You're feel, yeah. You can feel how people, other people feel. That's yes. that's how we classify empaths. They have their strongest clairs, clairsentience. Sorry. Yes, Go ahead. that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then our fourth one is clairgustance, which is clear taste. So if you're you know have a random thought through the day and you're thinking of your grandmother's famous cookie recipe and you're all of a sudden able to taste it in your mouth, that could be a sign that that is a message from your you know your grandmother's spirit if she is passed on whatever anyway um and then we have clear scent which is smell so if you're able to smell like a perfume or a cigarette smoke or um, fire burning things like that those are ways 
you're picking up whatever is there with you as far as like your guide or a spirit or whatever. You're picking up traits about them. Alrighty, and our sixth and final Claire is claircognizance. Now that is clear knowing. That is kind of like the stereotypical, they're psychic because it's either like a premonition type thing. It's like a that's a raven moment. Um, it's clear knowing of a certain situation, type, event, thing, whatever. Clear knowing. So those are basically the those are the basics of the clairs and how you can kind of um, differentiate your abilities and kind of say, which one is, is uh, a way that I get messages delivered, you know, do more dominant than others. It's kind of, it's that, 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 <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. So which one would you say is your dominant one? Uh, um, <laughs> wow. Nice. What? Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to think. And I, it's, I have a good it's tip. definitely a mix. I have a good tip. Okay, um, let's hear it. So, I actually, I got her book, Amelia Munoz, and I just fell in love. I mean, she is just amazing in the way she explains it. So, actually, through her website, you can take different classes with her meditation classes, helping you um, really open up your, your spirituality and, and communicate with your guides better. So I ended up doing a master class with her about uh, connecting with our guides and actually trying to figure out your clairs. And I think there might be um, a little snippet of this meditation in her book as well under the Claire, Claire section. Um, but a really easy way to tell your clairs is we kind of talked about it a little bit, but it's going into a meditative state with the intention of awakening each one of them and figure out which one is clearest. So you're yeah. going to start thinking about um, a hot summer day and enjoying an ice cream cone on that on the beach on a hot summer day. And what are you picking up the strongest? Can you see the beach? the sand, the sun really bright, clouds, the waves crashing. Can you hear the sounds of people playing, the the seagulls flying, the waves crashing again? Um, can you smell the saltiness? Can you taste the ice cream? You know, those are all different ways. And um, when I did it, I knew immediately. And I've known this for a little while because when spirits speak to me, I hear it. So I know I'm clairaudient. Um, that is my strongest one. I will hear things very, very clearly and very much in different voices. So that's that's something that I, I have. But I do have a little bit of clairvoyance where I am able to see it in my mind as well. Um, very mm -hmm. clearly, sometimes and other times a little fuzzy. Um, honestly, it just depends on how much I meditate. But there's yeah. tons of different ways if you guys want to know different ways to 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 open up your, your third eye, to open up that spirituality, to communicate with your guides, definitely send us a message and we can go even deeper into it because uh, there's a lot of guided meditations that can help you, but we can definitely tell you which ones help the most. And we can even do like a TikTok live where we guide you guys through a meditation. That might be cool. So going back to what you asked, Alex, I think, I mean, we all, all of us humans have sensitivities and we all we all have these six senses you know 
I think my most dominant one is hearing. So that would be clear audience and um, clear cognizance, just because I, I get downloads a lot. Um, but I, I definitely need to explore the clairs a little bit more as far as like a personal meditation, that kind of thing. But um, Alex, what do you think yours, your highest clair would be your most prominent? So my highest clair would be the one where you can feel it. This um, The empath one. The sentient, is that what it's called? Yes, clairsentient. Clairsentient. And I use that one very consistently sometimes it gets frustrating because i can't differentiate whether i'm feeling my feelings or somebody else's mm -hmm. so like i get that yeah it's so hard sometimes because then i'll be like am i actually feeling this and if i don't i'm just like go away <laughs> yeah. <But> yes yeah. <laughs> i do it a lot with my clients like they'll be like doing an exercise and i'm like let's do here here and here like let's fix this 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 and there and like oh my god like, that feels better how did you know I felt it. And I say it all the time. Like, I just felt it. And they're like, no, you didn't. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. So this, I mean, this is a very in-depth topic. There are, there's so much information out there on your spirit guides. Um, and, and, and really we just grazed across the top of it. So if you guys yeah. want to know more about it, we can do more episodes, maybe like an episode per spirit guide, because that's literally that how much information yeah can we we can indulge in um so if this is something yeah. that you guys have questions on definitely send us a message if you have cool stories about different ways you've communicated with your guides let us know like we love this stuff and we love talking about it um you know that's we can even we can dive yes i was just thinking that we could go into because i i firmly believe that the nature spirit guides that i have hold ancestral ties so mm -hmm. um there and there's a lot of like cross contamination of guides within themselves we could definitely dive into um in like a part two episode yeah but as Kayla was saying we want to hear your guys's experiences mm -hmm. um if you guys need help uh differentiating your your clairs or your guides itself again this book is phenomenal it has so many details i'm trying to get a clear shot of it um but yeah that's sorry i interjected <laughs> well, you're yeah. Fine. um but yeah we can go more in depth about each spirit guide especially the star beings <laughs> <laughs> a really a really fun intertwine with marvel because i could go you could go for days, hours with that <laughs> yes yeah, it, it does it so beautifully. I think that's why I'm so obsessed with Marvel. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should do like a conspiracy theory is Marvel the star being? <laughs> yeah, um, message. Yeah, we they, they probably very much linked. Yeah, just think yeah, about. I no, I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> but thank you, twisted listeners, for tuning in. Very much appreciated. Yes. Yes, thank you guys for listening. If you're not already following us on Instagram and TikTok, you can follow us on both of those at underscore three twisted sisters. If you're not watching this on YouTube, you can follow us on YouTube at three twisted sisters podcast or send us any messages at three twisted sisters podcast at gmail.com. We definitely want to know your guys' stories. And if you want to know more about this, we can make further episodes going more in depth with our spirit guides. Absolutely. And we hope you guys have a wonderful week and you stay safe 
take care and stay, and stay twisted. twisted. <laughs> <laughs>